0: text for this morning's chapel comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 10, verses 30 through 36. It's the parable of the Good Samaritan, which Jesus spoke to the, the lawyer. A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers who stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. He went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he set him on his own animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I come back. Now which of these three do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? During my vicarship experience out in rural South Dakota, I learned that the residents sometimes greet their neighbor with a subtle hand wave as they drive past oncoming traffic. Realizing this, I tried it myself, but I didn't get waved to as often as I thought I would. I was wondering why that was. Well, turns out there was some elitism. I asked someone in South Dakota why that was, and he said to me, no one's going to wave to you if you're driving a car especially one of foreign make. Turns out that all American truck drivers don't take too kindly to Toyota Camrys. Now, when we talk about the Good Samaritan today, I'm not trying to say that you have to wave to every vehicle you drive past. The comparison is the elitism involved. It's picking and choosing who your neighbor is. So, who is my neighbor? Jesus answers this question with a parable In it, he speaks of a Jewish man, beaten and left for dead. His own people didn't help him. And not only were they his own people, but there were religious leaders that walked by and didn't help him. They just passed him by and went on their merry way. The neglect of one's neighbor even happens among people that would seem to be friends. The one that comes to the rescue, though, is the most unlikely of helpers. It was a Samaritan. They were seen as enemies of the Jews. So why would a Samaritan go out of his way and put himself in danger by helping a Jewish man? Jesus makes this illustration to show that neighbor means all people. There is no picking or choosing allowed. So, do we do this? Do we pick and choose who our neighbor is? Who is our neighbor? Is it our fellow Lutheran brother or sister, or is it more than that? Do we sometimes shy away from helping others? We may think, oh, that's their problem, not mine. Or, they get what they deserve. Or, help them. What's in it for me? And this is only part of it. Every time we disobey authority, hurt or harm others, sinfully lust, take or ruin property, talk behind someone's back, covet, the list goes on, we are not loving our neighbor as ourselves. We look at this, and we obviously can't do what God wants. Our neighbor, as you see, includes all people. This is totally objective. We must love all people as we would love ourselves. Jesus has shown this with this parable. The expectation is that we treat also not just our neighbor, but our enemies in a God-pleasing way. And we can't do this. In fact, we failed this. But Jesus has not failed this. Jesus definitely has acted like that, the good Samaritan in his own parable. Think of the countless times he fed the poor, healed the sick, cast out demons, and much more. He helped his neighbor on earth in a bodily way, but he also helped his neighbors in a spiritual way. He told several that their sins are forgiven. He forgave the tax collectors and sinners even. He went about preaching the gospel and treating his neighbors as his Father in Heaven would have them be treated. Jesus Christ did this all the way throughout his ministry on earth, obeying that law perfectly And he did this all the way up to Holy Week, where he performed the ultimate act of loving his neighbor. He was betrayed, but did not retaliate. And finally, the magnitude of his love, which he shows his neighbor through the hearing of the word, the baptism in the Lord's Supper, it all culminated in that sacrificial death on the cross of Calvary. He, like the good Samaritan of his parable, put himself through danger, even to the point of death, to save his enemy. He saved his spiritual enemy from hell by dying on the cross to take away the sins of the world. He truly showed love for his neighbor, and his neighbor was all people, including you and me. You see, we were spiritually by nature like that half-dead man lying on the road. Not only that, but we were also enemies with God. So why would he help us? Because he so loved the world, he truly treated us lovingly. It doesn't even matter what our background was. It didn't matter how we were spiritually enemies with God. He sent his son, Jesus, who sacrificed himself to save us. We know this through his word and sacraments. He still loves us and all people through his means of grace. When we go out into the world with the word of salvation, we are bringing to these people the saving message of how Jesus ultimately treated his neighbor correctly. Christ died once for sins, and that is how he did this. He died for us, who were once his spiritual enemies, but now we are part of his true kingdom of believers. A love like this is truly wonderful. Christ truly did act like the good Samaritan by dying to save his spiritual enemy, that being us. We now have a new man created in us because of this sacrifice. And this new man could be considered the good Samaritan in us, if you will. Any good earthly act that God produces in us comes from that new man. When we go about our daily lives, we see several people who are spiritually like that half-dead guy in the ditch. We can pass them by, or we can go and give them the good news of salvation. We can give them the gospel, which nurses them back to health. The Holy Spirit in that situation uses us to bring them to Christ, who is that ultimate good Samaritan. Not only do we act as good Samaritans to the unbeliever, but we do this with our fellow Christians as well when we constantly remind, console, admonish, enlighten up one another with God's word, we are acting as that good Samaritan in that way. We, are, we act as good Samaritans because our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, was the ultimate good Samaritan for us by dying on the cross. So, in light of all this, let me leave you with words from Jesus himself. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for showing your love and laying down your life for ours. Amen. We'll close with hymn 457, all three stanzas.